Hello to everyone. Receive a big hug in the Lord. And today we are going to be talking about being happy and content. And for that, I invite you to open our Bibles in the book of James, the epistle of James after Hebrews. We have James chapter 1, verse number 2. The word of our Lord so reads, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Therefore, the Bible states here that you should count it all joy, meaning a high degree of joy, meaning that joy, that peace of knowing that we have a living God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, who is guiding us, and that He's allowing us to know a gospel that we may get to where He is and we may draw nearer to Him and have a great reward, a great gift from God, which is eternal life. But life is filled with trials. Those trials are those difficulties. All kinds of them. Spiritual ones in our love life, in our material life, all of those difficulties, we can call them trials or temptations, which the enemy always uses so that we may fall and displease God. That is why today, my advice is that we may have great joy, meaning a high degree of joy, for me to feel happy because I know God. Because I want to draw nearer to God. Because I know of God. And that is why the Bible states here, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. And when we have faith, when we have learned to trust in God, because that is faith. Faith comes by hearing the Word of God and we have learned to believe Him. Then... We must fill ourselves with patience. Things are not always easy. Not everything is the way I want it. It's not whenever I want it. It's better when God wants it. That is why we must always be praying, crying out to God, humbling ourselves before Him, fearing Him, so that we may ask God to hear us and that we may overcome these trials soon, but that we may always have that patience and faith to overcome it all. And what more than these months where we've been in this pandemic, where the entire world has bowed down before that majesty of God, knowing that no matter how much they want to do, human beings have not been able to do it. They already have vaccines. Some have already been vaccinated. But we're going slow. And we must be patient. And we must wait. Wait your turn if you want to get vaccinated. 
and continue to protect ourselves. Our lives are in the hands of this God who is full of mercy. The Bible states in Hebrews, in the book of Hebrews chapter number 10, in Hebrews chapter 10, the previous book, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 36, the word of our God reads, For you have need of endurance, so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. What does this mean, my brothers and sisters? That when you have that endurance because you've had faith, because you feel joy, meaning because you're happy regardless of the trials and difficulties of all kind that you go through in any aspect of your life, materially, spiritually, in your love life, you trust in the promises of God. You know that if you fill yourself with endurance and you want to please God, then God says, well, those who are patient and have endurance, those who don't complain and continue moving onward, no matter how many difficulties and trials they have or they go through, these who have done my will, and what is God's will? For us to perfect ourselves, for us to submit to Him, for us to fear Him, for us to obey Him, for us to keep His commandments, His ordinances, His statutes, His decrees. For you to know that you must please Him, not your flesh. It's pleasing God, doing God's will. It states that you're going to have a great reward. You may receive the promise. What promise? Well, all of those blessings that God has spoken to us about through all those general prophecies or those of you who have received individual prophecy. But when I say general prophecies, I mean the ones given to us by our sister Mary Luisa in many different cases in which God has promised for His people, for His church, many blessings. We must believe, but we must be patient, have faith. And in this way, we may obtain that great promise, but the greatest promise that God has for all of us, eternal life. It depends on each of us, brothers and sisters. That is why it states that in as much as we believe in God, we do the will of God, meaning we begin to believe in this gospel and you submit to the gospel, to its doctrine, then it states in Galatians chapter number 5, verse number 22. Galatians chapter number 5, verse number 22. It reads, But the fruit of the Spirit, meaning the fruit of the fact that you have known the gospel, the doctrine of God, the fruit of you knowing that God lives, that God exists, the fruit of you wanting to devote yourself to Him and give the best that you have to offer to Him because your conscience in that wisdom and intelligence that God has given us, you know that God exists. And you know that you must give the best to Him to please Him. So God says, before I give you eternal life, I want for that which you're doing for me of submitting yourself to me regardless of the trials and the fact that you have faith and I'm going to give you these fruits, these virtues. And that's why it states here, the fruit of the Spirit is love. And what is love? Well, it means to not sin. Because I know the things of God. I want to please God. 
And when we love God, we show it. We prove it with works, with deeds. And when we show God that we love Him with works, with deeds, because you're very clear in your life, you don't hide anything. Because you are a man or a woman of good. You bear good fruits. And you become that great neighbor, that great brother in Christ, that great son or father. Likewise for women, mothers, wives, daughters, neighbors, citizens. We are a great example in every aspect. And God states that when we prove to God that we have stopped sinning because we love Him, then there's another fruit, which is joy. Meaning, happiness comes because also peace comes. Everything is joined together. Long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. All of these are fruits of following God. And when a person has love towards the things of God and does not sin and has joy and peace and long-suffering, and he has kindness and becomes a person full of goodness, because you have faith, then the person is happy. Because they've learned to be content. They've learned to give thanks to God for whatever they have, for whatever they don't have, for the place where they were born, for the color of their skin, for their race, everything. They're always grateful with God because they've become a man of God. That's why you become a person full of gentleness, but you also have self-control. You're moderate. That is why it states here, against such, there is no law. Why is there no law? Because you have become a great example for society, for your family. Because you can tell you have peace and happiness and joy and contentment. You enjoy and bless each day when you open your eyes. You enjoy and you give thanks to God for their daily bread. Every time you're able to eat, you thank God in your mind. It's not that we're going to pray out loud and be fanatical and show that we are very religious. No. That is why we pray every day in the mornings or in the evenings and, and in our mind. Every time we eat, every time we drink a cup of water to quench our thirst or whatever you drink, you thank God. Because you are a person who has filled yourself with that fruit of God, of love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Because in the end, all of this means contentment. You're happy of having found God. You're happy of the fact that you know the things of God. That is why it states, let us see what it states in Ecclesiastes. Let us go to the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter number 12. It reads in Ecclesiastes, chapter 12, verse number 1. It reads, Remember now your Creator in the days of your youth. Remember God always. It states, in the days of your youth, listen, little ones, young men and women, teenagers, we must always remember God. 
and always be grateful with God and not say, oh, I'll see God after I turn 50 or 60 years old. No, it's now. Listen to your parents, your father, your mother. When they tell you, come, let us listen to a sermon, a Bible study, a reflection. Let us spend some time to God and let us praise Him. Because we must make time for God. Look at everything that God gives each and every one of us. That is why be content and enjoy everything you have, every minute. And if a trial comes, then that will help us mature. But also to test our faith, which will not be broken. Do not allow yourself to be anguished by difficulties and trials, knowing that God, in the midst of all these difficulties, He will give us triumph because the enemy, who is the devil, and all demons, will always want to destabilize us for you to be unhappy. And God, on the contrary, wants us to be happy and for us to be content. That's what this reflection is for. For you to be happy and be content of With every moment, that's why it states here, before the difficult days come. Imagine for a young person, when they finally mature and reach their teenage years and begin to grow up and see many things in life and the trials that life brings. Because as a child, we don't think about many things. But as you face life and as much as you go out and you begin that phase of, of working And, and working hard in your life, then you find, you face many problems, trials. Those of you who are young, who want to go down the wrong path with those in the world who are in drugs and are lost out there without God, without hope, do not stoop, stoop down to their level. You must remember your Creator. You hear them and you see their bitterness. But why? Because they don't have God. But you who have God, It says here, before the difficult days come and the years draw near, when you say, I have no pleasure or contentment in them. How many human beings say, my life flew by, I'm now 30, I'm now 40, I'm now 50, I'm now 60 years old. And what did I do with my life? I wasted it. Or... I was not able to obtain all the material goods that I wanted to have or that I dreamed of having when I was little, when I was young. But you and I, we're already rich, brothers and sisters. We have God. We know Him. We must learn to be content, to be happy every moment, every second. That is why onward, my brothers and sisters. Don't let that moment come in which we say, wow, not even God. I, didn't even, I don't even serve God. But why is that? Because you have no fruits. Because perhaps I live a double life. How many people I have found who attend church and have a double life? They pretend to read the Bible. They pretend that they love God. But their works, their deeds are of people from the world ruled by their flesh and their passions and they want to be content and they want to obtain all the favors from God being like that but they've lacked that commitment with God 
That is why, my brothers and sisters, I invite you to truly, as it states in the book of Romans, in Romans chapter 15, verse 13, it reads, Romans chapter 15, verse 13, it reads, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, meaning the God of hope. That is what God does with us. You must grab a hold of those promises of that gospel, of that which God demands from us. And it states that when we believe, meaning we have faith and we trust that you have found God, that God does manifest himself, that God does live, and that we are being led by this apostleship through our sister Maria Luisa as that worldwide leader. And we begin to obey God. Then it states here, may he fill you with all joy and peace in believing. Look how beautiful. Fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Because it is the power of God that is going to grant us the desires of our hearts. And when a believer, when a human being truly opens his mind, his heart to God, God will spoil him. God will give him triumph. God will give him the opportunity to be happy to be content with your nationality, with the color of your skin, that if you're tall, that if you're short, that if you have light eyes, dark eyes. Because you're going to learn to be happy with everything because what matters to you the most is to have God in your heart and to continue forward. That is why today, my brothers and sisters, that is my invitation for us to believe in this God of hope, this God who is powerful, this God who is wonderful. Lastly, it states in Ecclesiastes, chapter number 12, verse 13. It states here, it clearly states here, as a conclusion, in Ecclesiastes, chapter 12, verse 13, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God, meaning if you want to be happy, fear God, obey Him. Be someone who fulfills his works and keep his commandments. For this is man's all. When we fear God and keep his commandments, we will be happy because you are pleasing that supreme being, that creator, our creator, who has allowed us during these difficult moments to know him. That is why, my brothers and sisters, let us continue moving forward. Let us be happy. Let us be content with whatever much or little God gives us. But always with that desire to continue onward and to trust in Him so that He may always bless us and give us all triumph and victory. And you may feel, truly feel like a child of God, spoiled by Him and blessed by Him. That is why may the glory and the honor be for him. Let us pray, my brothers and sisters, asking God that he may have mercy on all of us, that he may continue delivering us and protecting us from this pandemic, that he may give us that joy, that peace, that long-suffering, that faithfulness, that gentleness, self-control, that we may be happy, so that we may be content with our lives, that we may be content always 
of who we are. And if trials come, God will always give us a way out. When you truly, in this God of hope, when you truly follow Him, knowing that the power of God is great. May God bless your families. May God help us so that there may be peace and harmony between husband and wife and with your children. May God help you financially. And those who don't have a job, He may open doors for you. If you have a job, you may be content. If you have a business or a company, God prosper them. Lord, help us all be very wise and intelligent to be able to administer whatever much or little money we receive. Spiritually speaking, continue filling us with your presence and delivering us. But today, oh Lord, I want to thank you for this opportunity because I know that in the end, we want and we must be happy and be content because of the God we have. Our sister Mary Luisa, continue blessing her and protecting her and filling her with your presence and give her many years of life. Your church worldwide, oh Lord, thank you, oh Lord, because your churches continue to open and more and more churches will continue to open according to your will, our good Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, oh Lord, give us triumph and bless us all. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen and amen. A big hug to all of you. May God bless you.